This podcast is a production of the Mississippi State University Division of Development and Alumni. everyone and welcome to the Bulldog Bites podcast. This program is produced by the Mississippi State Alumni Association and gives you a look at what MSU alumni and friends are up to on campus and around the world. My name is Sherry Carr-Smith and I'm the immediate past president of the MSU Alumni Association. With this new semester up and running, we've got a few notes to share with you about what's going on with your alumni association. Judging just recently wrapped up for our new Reveille 25 Young Alumni Honor Program. We had a tremendous response with nominations and applicants, and it was quite the task for us to narrow it down to just 25. We'll be announcing the finalists very soon, so be sure to check it out on social media and see if you or someone you know made the inaugural class of honorees. Also, basketball is in full swing. Bulldogs across the country are getting together to watch games for both our men's and women's team. To find one near you, visit alumni.msstate.edu slash events for a full list of upcoming gatherings. It's so important to get involved in your local area with your alumni chapters. Finally, did you know that January is National Mentoring Month? That makes it the perfect time to register for our Bulldog Network Mentoring Platform. This is a Mississippi State exclusive service that allows alumni to offer life and career advice to current MSU students. If you would like to participate, please visit bulldognetwork.msstate.edu to learn more and register. Now let's get to today's interview. We're going to go back in the vault today to revisit a Bulldog Bites interview from October 2020 in which I detail my role in the Mississippi State's Flag Commission. It was such an honor to serve. I hope you enjoy the interview today. This morning, uh, what's is pretty cool that, that we had a Bulldog as one of the nine individuals that were appointed to the uh, Mississippi State Flag Commission. And, and she's here this morning to, sh- to really share, uh, give some insight into that process uh, for selecting a, a new flag for our state. Um, Sherry, uh, good morning uh, and welcome to Bulldog Bites. We're so excited to have you. Um, and a reminder to our, our viewing audience, uh, we encourage you uh, to utilize the Q&A feature via WebEx or those following on Facebook Live to submit uh, your questions. So Sherry, uh, welcome and good morning. Uh, what a tremendous, what a tremendous honor uh, for you to be able to serve uh, our state in this important role. Can you can you give some insight on on kind of how special that's been to you? Oh, good morning, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me. Truly has been an honor, and um, being selected by the lieutenant governor, who I worked with for many years as, as in his role as Secretary of State. It has been uh, tremendously overwhelming and humbling, but it was a special process. I want to kind of give a shout out because there were nine uh, members of our commission that were appointed appointed in July, and the governor had three, and uh, the lieutenant governor had three, and the speaker of the house, Philip Gunn, had three. And I want to give a quick shout out so I don't forget Dr. Mary Graham, Robin Tannehill, T.J. Taylor were all appointed by the speaker. Um, 
Tribal Chief Cyrus Venn, Frank Bordeaux, and Betsy Hamilton were appointed by the governor. And then Delbert uh, appointed Judge Reuben Anderson, who served as our chair, and then Mac Varner and myself. And truly, it was a great team effort. Uh, it was overwhelming the number of people that were involved and invested in this process. And I truly believe we've come out with a great product in the end. So I'm very excited about it. And we met numerous times and we submitted our final choice on September 2nd. Very, very cool. Um, so as it relates to the commission, you, you told us about how it was selected. So kind of what was, of course, the task was was selecting one for the ballot. Um, give us some insight about that process and, and being on the commission and, and kind of what y'all did. Because um, I know there was a, a large number of submissions, so that y'all y'all had a, a really big task to whittle that down. So if you could kind of tell us a little bit about that process. Yes, they, the House bill was very specific in our role. The House bill 1796 was the one that they passed. And we basically were given the task to select one. There were over 3,000 that were actually submitted. And we as a commission thought it was very important that we look at each submission if they met the criteria. And the criteria was obviously a lot of people have asked, In God We Trust was asked to be on the flag and it would not be the uh, battle flag. So those were two things that had to be submitted. And then we went from there and they literally, we went through a gallery of all the different selections. We narrowed it down to 25 and then to five. It was probably one of the toughest things I've ever done. There were so many wonderful submissions that people put in and um, we had to just come down and finally decide on something. One thing that we looked at that was real important, people ask about, well, why did you choose this? Or why didn't you choose this one? As you know, everybody has a different opinion about artwork or what something looks like. So obviously there were different ones that people liked and me included. I had four or five that were really, really kind of special to me. I always kind of lean toward the Magnolia. So I'm real excited that we did pick a Magnolia in the end, but there were certain things that we had to look at. You had to keep it very simple. You couldn't have a lot of things on the flag for the re reproduction part. Uh, you really aren't supposed to have a lot of words. The In God We Trust is on there, but it's smaller because some people said you can't really read it. Uh, well, the reason for that is you're not supposed to have a lot of words on your flag and the seal. A lot of people really wanted the state seal, but to be honest, Again, that was one of the things we talked to a vexologist who is a flag expert, and he guided us. Clay Moss did a great job. He guided us on things to do and not to do. And the very first thing that I did when I got selected, I was like, I know nothing about flags, but I do want to be something that my family, my boys, and, and our state can be proud of. But we looked online, and I looked at the 50 state flags. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I probably remember three that I really, really liked all very different and I think Mississippi's is going to be one of the prettiest uh, that we have moving forward. So it was important to do certain things and that's kind of what went through that process when we narrowed it down. In the very end when we got to the five the big thing that we thought was important is how is it going to look when it's flying on a flagpole. You know people wonder well what are you doing and that really to be honest that swayed the commission in the end I think because there were several that we really liked but you had to kind of see it flying. So that was kind of a neat process. And we wanted people to understand uh, that you needed to see it because the backside might look funny. The one specifically that a lot of people liked that I liked was the red one that had the Mississippi 
in blue and then the red side and it had the magnolia in the middle. Unfortunately, it would look funny on the other side and that's why that one kind of didn't get selected. So there's a lot that went into that. It wasn't just, oh, we don't like that. Uh, I hope people understand that the process was taken extremely seriously. We all worked very hard and we wanted to come up with something that would represent our entire state and we think we have found that. Fantastic. Um, so I know the flag uh, that y'all selected has a lot of symbolism. And if you want to speak on that a little bit, and I think we've got a video that'll kind of go in more depth on that as well. Yeah, you know, that was the other thing we really looked at. Um, you want to look at it and know that it's Mississippi. And that was one thing. You don't need the symbolism to recognize it. You need to know what it stands for. But when you see it with the magnolia, that is always represented Mississippi. And I do want to share a little bit in the video. We'll go into it, too. But the the flag was a, a magnolia in the middle, and it was kind of more of an updated magnolia. And what that magnolia represents is a sense of hope and rebirth, as the magnolia often blooms more than once and has a long blooming season. This is a sleek and updated design to represent the forward progression of Mississippi. So I think that speaks volumes for where we are and how exciting it is, because if you look into what we've done, there's a lot of information that's out there. There's going to be some promos that are going out. There's going to be a lot of information out for the ballot, and I'll talk about that toward the end. But Mississippi has been in the focus point. There was an article in the New York Times about what we were doing, how people were looking at what exciting things were happening in our state. So I hope people realize that we're really in a spotlight in a positive way right now, and that's great for Mississippi and our state. The circle, obviously, we are the 20th state, and so I want to make sure that people understand there's 20 stars that represent our place in the State of the Union when we joined, but there is one gold five-point star which stands alone. And this is very important because it represents our first people, the Native Americans who came to Mississippi. And our tribal chief, Cyrus Ben, gave great information on the importance of this. And actually, if you look at the last five designs, there was this star that was added to each flag in the end because we wanted to represent those people. So it stands alone in the middle. Um, the blue and the red obviously are part of our uh, national flag. And so that was important because the blue of the flag represents vigilance, justice, and perseverance, while the bands of red stand for hardiness and valor. The gold lines and the gold stamen of the new magnolia are not for our rich cultural history, specifically all the things we have in visual arts, literature, music, and performing arts. So it goes around the different things that our state is so popular for. You know, Mississippi is so welcoming and it's about hospitality. And Mississippi really is that kind of state where people love to visit. I've been on the coast for most of my life. I was born in the Delta, so I consider myself, you know, a Mississippian at heart. I've moved away and moved back because I wanted to raise my family here. But we want a flag now that's moving forward and uh, represents all our people. So we're real excited about it. And I think Jeff's going to show the video now. And uh, those that are viewing uh, during the video, please, if you've got questions, hit those, and then um, we'll get to a Q&A here in just a little bit. So. Waving in the winds of change, a new flag for Mississippi. On July 1st, the Mississippi flag that has flown since 1894 over our state capital was retired. This historic decision was voted on by the Mississippi Legislature and approved through a majority vote. The Legislature then formed a commission of Mississippi citizens tasked with sorting through 3,700 new flag entries 
and narrowing down the field of options to just five finalists. The commission taking into consideration a host of factors, including how the flag looked flying high in the air above the Mississippi State Capitol, as well as the symbolism of all of the elements of each design. Public input made clear, broad support for In God We Trust and the Magnolia Blossom to be included. The commission even applied vexillology, which is the study of flags, and used a certified vexillologist. After careful consideration, the new Magnolia flag was chosen by the commission as the finalist. This flag will be on your November 3rd ballot to either approve or disapprove. If this flag receives 50% plus one vote, then the new Magnolia flag will be adopted as the state of Mississippi flag for the future. This video description is to help Mississippi residents understand why this flag was chosen and what each detail on the flag represents. The new Magnolia flag is anchored in the center field by a clean and modern Magnolia blossom, a symbol long used to represent our state and the hospitality of our citizens. The new Magnolia also represents Mississippi's sense of hope and rebirth, as the Magnolia often blooms more than once and has a long blooming season. The new Magnolia is sleek and updated to represent the forward progression of Mississippi. The circle of 20 stars represents Mississippi as the 20th state of the United States of America and is anchored by the gold five-point star, which stands alone. This star represents our first peoples, the indigenous Native American tribes of the land that would become Mississippi. The color blue in the main field of the flag echoes the blue of the American flag, representing vigilance, justice, perseverance, while the bands of red represent hardiness and power. The gold lines in the gold statement of the new magnolia are a nod to the rich cultural history of Mississippi. Specifically, the visual arts, literature, music, and performing arts that originate in our state. Mississippi's flag change has made national headlines, and everyone all over the country is watching closely. The Commission has made its recommendation. Now it's up to you, Mississippi, the voters, to make the final choice. On November 3rd, cast your ballot, let your voice be heard to adopt the new Magnolia State flag. <laughs> And uh, thank you to Ultra Main Production out of Gilmanport, Mississippi, um, for that production. Um, so, Sherry, that leads us to um, November. So, um, the state of Mississippi citizens have an opportunity uh, in the upcoming election. So, tell us a little bit about that. Yes, it will be on your ballot in, uh, in November. And I do encourage everybody to vote this election on all things that are on the ballot as we're moving forward. It's an important time in our country and in our state. And um, absentee obviously has started. You can vote now. And um, it will be on there. And it's a yes or no, just so people understand. Uh, there could have been different ways to do this. You could have put several on a ballot. You could have done a lot of things. But the, the legislation that we were given and the task we were told, there would be one placed on the ballot in November. There's a picture of that flag. And then it's a yes or no vote. And it does have to pass as as the Jonathan said in the video, it's 50 plus one, basically majority. And um, the importance of this is that we will be without a flag if it does not pass in November. And it's time, you know, there's a lot of different opinions and a lot of different thoughts and a lot of different choices. But I feel like it's time for Mississippi to move forward. And this is something that will represent all of us. Uh, people can be excited about it. You can go to a website. It's called ingodwetrustflag.com. And they have flags you can order. They have a mask that I just got my mask this week, uh, the times we live in, but it is a, a cool mask with the, with the flag on it. There's also yard signs, anything that you can do 
uh, I would encourage you to help get the vote out in November. What happens if it doesn't, we will go back and reconvene as a commission until we find the flag we need. But it would obviously be another year or so because of the time for ballot. You know, it would be November probably. I'm not sure of the actual date. So the importance and the uh, need for it is now. You know, I had a friend that was visiting Mount Rushmore this summer, and she said, we don't have a flag. I said, well, we're working on it. And I want you to know that every member of the commission put a lot of heart and soul and prayer into this process because, you know, Mississippi has been, to me, a positive model for others in this country. We've had a lot of unrest, a lot of negative things that are happening in the uh, national media, but Mississippi has really shown uh, their strength and I think their determination to get things done. And this is something that I hope and pray that you will help me and others in supporting on the and vote yes um, on November 3rd. Great. It looks like we've got a question submitted on Facebook. Um, what does it mean personally that you have had the honor to be part of the commission? Like I said, I can remember specifically the day uh, that uh, Lieutenant Governor Hoseman called me because it was June 30th and it was his birthday. And it was funny because I had sent him a message and said, happy birthday. And I said, well, happy birthday on the phone. And I said, why are you calling me today? And he said, I really want you to be one of my people on this commission. And I, I truly was honored and I cried. I have to be honest. It was a very emotional time because both of my boys um, have talked about this and the, and the status of that. I have a 26-year-old and a 23-year-old and the importance of this for them and their generation and, and the thoughts that they had and helped me in this process. I showed them some of the ones that I liked and they helped me narrow it down because it's not about me only. It was not about me picking a flag that I was, you know, picking my first choice. I was picking a flag that I felt like Mississippi could get behind. And so the honor was truly mine. And I told somebody the other day, I said, two of my greatest honors truly are serving my state in the Secretary of State's office and working with uh, Lieutenant Governor Hoseman, but also serving my university as National Alumni President. I have been truly honored. And this has been a very year during a difficult time as we dealt with COVID and everything else that's going on. I feel like our university has shined and so has our state. Um, I want to ask a question. So the mosquito flag, <laughs> tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, no, you have to laugh. Listen, uh, the other one that was in there, I don't know if people knew this, the mosquito was one. I think it was a take on another flag, obviously, and, and we are obviously a state of a lot of uh, mosquitoes and deer flies down here on the coast. So it was kind of a joke in some way to lighten up a tough topic, but also uh, the, the infamous uh, in the end zone uh, pose of one of our uh, rival teams was one of the flags that people put in. So there were a few that were made, uh, I guess, in a lighter manner, but to be honest, the level of um, work and effort that went into these flags was amazing to me because our state has so many talented people. One thing that I wanted to say was this flag, we were we went through lots of tweaks. People may have laughed when they, every meeting was public. It was all either on Facebook or people were able to come into the two museums and um, where the Civil Rights Museum was and watch. But we were very serious about it, and we looked at everything and looked at the comments that people were making, all the polls that were online. MDAH, I have to put a shout out for the Department of Archives and History. They did an amazing job. They were kind of the administrator of everything that we were doing and putting the gallery together, and those folks were awesome and very helpful during this whole process, and I appreciate all of the people at MDAH. 
But the bottom line is it was very serious and there were a lot of people that did different things because you might have seen on this flag, there was a man from Ackerman, I think Ackerman Aberdeen. He was from our area and he had uh, done the design and there were tweaks done by a lady there at MDAH. Also, a lady that was in Oxford that worked with uh, Miss Tannehill, the mayor of Oxford. So there were several different graphic designers that were involved in that. So to me, that's very special uh, because we pulled in that artistic work from other people because artists uh, are very specific about things. But this was a collaboration that really came together with a lot of different views. And I think that's important for people to know. That's what uh, actually I think it's uh, from your son, Nick. Uh, <laughs> he asked via WebEx. How is an artist chosen to make the designs for the fly? Well, great. I kind of just talked about that. Hey, Nick, it's good to hear from you, sweetie. Um, but it is important because we did. People designed and sent them in on their own, and they could submit them as long as they met the criteria. So there was nothing, there was nobody limited, and even people from out of the state or other places, anybody could submit because people were maybe in another area, but maybe from a Mississippi originally. I will tell you something I forgot to mention earlier. We forgot to... Well, in the beginning, we had to up the deadline on the submissions because it's real important that people understand the deadline on the law was the 14th of September. But they started absentee voting, I think it was September 21st. And that only gave the week for the secretary of staff and for the circuit clerks to get everything together on the ballot. That was not enough time. There was not enough time. And we knew. Uh, end of July, we knew that we couldn't make, we wanted to make sure we had time to get everything done. So we immediately bumped the submission date up to the first part of August, and then we got the submission and picked our choice by September 2nd. So there was a lot of opportunity there for anybody that wanted to do it. And then, like I said, it wasn't just one person. There were people that had a design, and then we may have tweaked it a little bit add something here or there, the sizes of the flower. I never learned so much about a flag, and it was important that we followed all those guidelines to make sure that when they reproduce it, that it would look the same, and that's what we did. So okay, thanks for the question. We've got a few more coming through on Facebook. Um, Great. Can you speak to the level of interest you've seen from Mississippi's in the process and how much input did the committee get from the public? To be honest, it was, uh, it was a lot just me personally and I talked to other commissioners. I had people texting, I had people calling and, and it was all very positive. You know, obviously everybody has a different opinion and I probably asked 50 different people and I asked them what their favorites were. And I'll be honest with you, of 50, I would probably have 45 that had a, a first choice that was different. A lot of people had a different thought on it. So we got tons of input from them toward the end if you know, we did a poll and they were able to kind of weed out because there were people voting numerous times and all that, but they did weed out those numbers. And we were able to see that, to be honest, the last two that were selected were very popular with the public and with Mississippians. And um, it came down to those two and it was very tight on those races. And I'll be honest with you. Uh, we talked to the designer of the shield flag, and he was very great and very supportive. He wanted something positive for Mississippi, and a lot of people like that flag. The big thing, I think, in the end was the magnolia, because that was what we were hearing from most people, that they wanted something that people connected with Mississippi. And that's really why I think in the end we went with the magnolia flag. And then it looks like one final question on Facebook. What, right. what will the new flag mean for MSU as a university? Well, I think, as you know, uh, Dr. Keenum, 
Coach Leach, John Cohen, our university was very supportive in this effort, as were all universities in Mississippi. I think everybody feels that it's important for our state to move forward. And so I look forward to the day that all of us are flying that flag. If you do, like I remember, I got mine, I ordered it off the website. You can fly that at your home now. You can put those uh, yard signs in your yard. You can order the mask. You can really get help us get the boat out. That's really the important part because uh, I think you saw what the university thought about it. You saw in the beginning, they were never um, set on a flag. They were set on the new flag. You know, they were very supportive of what Mississippians wanted. And I feel like the commission was well-rounded in the fact that we all were coming from different parts. We had Vicksburg, the coast, uh, Tupelo, Oxford, other areas of the state. We saw from a wild range of people what they really liked. And so I do feel like uh, moving forward, our state and our university is gonna be very proud of this flag. Let's see one more here. It's a comment, it just says, I watched a couple of the meetings online was so impressed with the great detail the members went through in choosing the student flag for our state. Thank you for serving on the commission. So, well, that's very kind. Like I said, we heard from a lot of people, and um, everybody has been very supportive. It was an overwhelming, like I said, again, I was honored and thrilled to serve, but it's an overwhelming task because you're looking at something that that flag, flag has flown for over 100 years, and this flag, I hope, will do the same. And what a special memory for me to be a part of something that's so important. As I mentioned to you earlier, I want to thank Jeff and the, the crew at MSU and the Alumni Association for doing these uh, WebEx. As I told him, I love speaking to people and speaking virtually is a little different, but uh, it's been a great honor to be a part of it today because truly, uh, besides my family, loving my boys and and being their mom, uh, being a part of Mississippi State and being involved in the alumni and being uh, a part of what all my alma mater is doing is very special to me. Same as our state of Mississippi. I'm just so proud to be a Mississippian and a Bulldog. And I just thank you guys for uh, chiming in today and listening. It's been a real honor. Well, Sherry, uh, that, that brings us at our time for, for the uh, this morning, but we want to thank you for sharing your experience and we're thank really you. proud um, to have you represent not only our university but our state uh, in this important role so uh, as well as thank you for everything that you do for the alumni association and for your university so vote on the third and i can't end without saying health state i don't have my cowbell but health state <laughs> all right well that wraps up another uh edition of bulldog bites we'll hope you can tune, tune in to the next one in a few weeks uh, and as always hail state <laughs>